I'm Jamie Gennaro, and this is Business for Humans. Let's talk about taking your business to a new level without the suits and without being a robot. Here, you can be yourself, you can be imperfect, you can be flawed, and you can still have raging success. So let's go. Hello, hello. Here I am. <laughs> I have decided to go back to video with the podcast, um, which sounds like an oxymoron because a podcast is meant to be without video. But I used to record a lot of videos and then I stopped for the reason that we all stop doing things. A combination of procrastination, feeling a little bit lazy, not feeling like I really wanted to be showing up on video. But for some people, it's just a better medium. And so I'm putting it in both places. So there's that. Welcome if you're here watching the video and welcome if you're here listening to the podcast. You're all welcome. <laughs> and I'm trying to provide things for all of you. So here we are. Today, I want to talk about one of the seven deadly sins, which is sloth mode. <laughs> and I like calling it that. Maybe other people call it laziness. Um, I like the idea of the sloth because it really gives you that sensation of just slow as molasses, right? It's not that you're stopping. You're just slowing the F down like a sloth. Eventually they get there, but they just move incredibly slowly. And the reason I am introducing it as a deadly sin is because that's how we've been programmed to handle slowdowns in our, in our work, sometimes even in our personal lives. We are always on this go, 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 mission to grow, expand, elevate, drive things forward, and never are we allowed to slow down because laziness is inherently bad. I do want to separate the two things, which I see as slow down and procrastination. They're different, right? I think procrastination is a, an excuse to stop, right? For all the buffering reasons why we stop. And I think the idea of slowing down and taking more intentional steps is not procrastination. We're still taking the steps. We're just slowing it down, thinking about what the next step is, not in the mindset that we have to run the race as fast as we can. We can slow it down and be intentional. So this idea of the sloth mode, <laughs> laziness, being connected to the seven deadly sins, and then also how women have to carry that and hold that, is um, referenced in the book On Our Best Behavior by Elise Lonen. I think that's how to pronounce her last name. So she was um, Gwyneth Paltrow's sort of right-hand person, COO at Goop. And if you ever watch the Netflix documentary, I think it's a documentary, 
um, reality show. I don't know how to describe it, but um, I think it's, oh no, it's called The Goop Lab. If you ever watched that, I actually binged it during the pandemic and I, I really enjoyed it. Like I'm not a big fan of the brand, but I thought it was a really interesting documentary. I learned a lot of things. Like I learned who Wim Hof was, um, which has been helpful. But I like to reference books. Again, I'm not getting sponsored. Um, I am actually came up with a great idea. I'm going to do my end of the year um, book list. So all the books that I've mentioned in the podcast over this last year, I'm going to actually put somewhere for you to have because I love reading. And what's interesting is that when I used to work in advertising and marketing, people would recommend books to me all the time, like work books. And, you know, these nonfiction books related to productivity in the workplace. And I never read one book. And people would come to me all the time when I was a manager and they'd ask me like, oh, what's a book I should read? What's a book I should read? And I never had an answer because I never read books related to management or marketing or customer service or client services or account services, I did get books recommended to me and I never read them because I didn't feel any connection to that kind of work. Now I feel connection to management, but from a different place, from this place of kind of being called to be a leader more than, oh, these are the five management techniques that you can apply in any situation and they will always work. It's more like, how do you authentically connect to who you are as a leader? So in any case, I'm really excited to put that book list together for you, but I want to talk about this idea of sloth and I wanted to reference where this idea sort of came up. I I haven't finished the book, so this isn't like a, I'm not direct quoting the book, but the concept I thought was really interesting how we beat ourselves up for this idea of, oh, I'm lazy. And we feel like we have to be running all the time. Like, and, and this has been coming up for me a lot because I'm starting to prep for next year. I think a lot of people are. This is the time to reflect and look back and start to build budgets and start to think about who you're bringing on board next year. What are all the things that you're going to be working on? And as I plan, I like to think of each year with a theme. Like, is it a rest year? Is it a growth year? Is it a foundational year? And I, when I think about that, so I tend to put the themes after the fact. So I'll look backwards and I'll say, oh yeah, that was a rest year. That was a healing year. Oh, that was a productivity year. That was a growth year. But I've never really applied a theme in the future. And there was a part of my brain that was like, well, I can't not have a growth year, right? Like I just kept thinking about next year, like growth, growth, growth. I should grow. And then I started thinking about it. And the things I really want to do next year are foundational. I really want to shore up the business to prepare for a growth year, if that makes sense. I don't want this year to be a growth year. I want this year to be a stabilization. I've done, I've spent the last three years in test and experimentation mode and I've learned a lot and I want to stop experimenting and I want to double down on the things that have worked over the last three years, all the things I've learned in this test and experiment cycle. I want to actually put them to work. So it's making me think about next year more as a foundational 
stability year and less as a growth year. And what came up for me was, well, maybe you're just being lazy. (laughs) Maybe you just don't want to work that hard. Maybe you just want to sit on the couch more and like get cozy. And I was berating myself about that. And then I started thinking, well, what is my ultimate goal? Right? Like, what do I want in my life? Well, I want to feel cozy. I want to feel relaxed. And I want to feel calm. And I want to feel happy. And there's this whole warmth thing coming up because here we are like entering winter. I want to be warm, right? That goes with the coziness. So if these are all the things I want, is grinding myself and pushing myself and forcing growth and running as fast as I can going to get me those feelings, those sensations, those things in my life that I'm ultimately looking for, right? Like we we look at at retirement on the horizon. We think, oh, that's when I'll relax. Well, F that, like that could be really far away. So, I mean, I have no idea. I might stop working at 80 because I need to. I don't know. Um, I don't want to wait. I want to be able to find moments of relaxation now. I want to be able to find those moments where I feel calm and at peace. And I don't want to keep running. That's a whole nother topic, like this whole burnout and and working so hard to get to some finish line. And then what happens when you get to that finish line? I'm going to do a whole podcast on that because I see a lot of issues with that way of working. So if you are feeling called to go into sloth mode, and again, procrastination is different. This isn't, this isn't, a reason to put everything to the side and watch Netflix. This is a, if you want to slow down and take your time, why do you feel like you're not allowed to? What is keeping you from believing that slow progress is not as good as fast progress? Just think about that. Why is slow progress bad? I'm going to play with some ideas. It's bad because it will take us longer to get where we want to go. It's bad because I need, this is not me. I'm just putting this out there. It's bad because I need money right now and not later. And so I need to move faster to get to the money goal. Or it's bad because everybody else is faster and moving faster and working harder and meeting their goals sooner. And I need to keep pace with them. And it's bad because I have big goals and I want to get to those goals and I need to move faster to get there. Okay, just examples. I would love for you to come up with your own examples. So, why is it good? to slow down. And of course, we can look at both sides too. Like, why is it bad to slow down? And why is it good to speed up? They're all valid. We should look at them equally. But why is it good to slow down? Well, I may not rush into things that 
might not be the right fit. I have an example of that in my own life. But maybe by slowing down, I will look at the big picture and get honed in on it and get clarity around the big picture so that I don't make anxious, scarcity-driven decisions. Slowing down will help me make better decisions. Why else is slowing down good? Because I worked, I'm ta- now I'm talking for myself. I worked about 20 years in freaking anxious, groovy, I can't stop, workaholic, burnout energy. That was my life for 20 years. And I don't want that anymore. (laughs) So slowing down feels more natural. It also feels healing to that person that felt like she needed to grind and push and overextend and say yes to everything and basically beat her her head against the wall without any reward, right? Like there was no reward at the end of working like that. So slowing down is a good way for me to sort of heal and to pay attention to when I get into that anxious driving forward mode. So we connect laziness as something that's bad. We connect rest as something that's bad. We connect sloth, the slothliness as something that's bad. And you can tell that I'm still doing it because I'm trying to make this very clear distinction between slowing down and procrastination because I feel like procrastination is danger zone. Like don't let yourself get into procrastination. You'll never move anything forward, right? Isn't that interesting? Like that's, That's my brain trying to reconcile this idea of slowing down. So as you start to plan for next year, think about the places where you can slow down. Think about the places where you can have more rest. Think about the places where you might look at yourself as being lazy and see if you can start to shift your thoughts around that so that it doesn't feel like a bad thing. So that being lazy or resting or slowing down doesn't feel bad, but feels aligned. So you want to have plans, you want to make progress, you want to take action, but also what is all that action? What's the end goal of all of that action? So if I speak for myself, The end goal of building a successful business is having safety and security, right? Having a secure income, having a team of collaborators who get me inspired and and motivated and excited about the work that I do, feeling like I'm helping create transformation and moving roadblocks out of people's way and being supportive of people's talents and skill sets when other people aren't necessarily encouraging people to follow those things, right? So all of this is eventually leading me to a feeling of abundance, calm, connection, inspiration, creativity, hopefully some fun, 
laughter. I think connecting to my authentic way of working and my authentic way of, of I was going to say growing leaders, but that sounds like I'm growing leaders inside of some kind of Petri dish, but like helping foster leadership and leaders growing is also when I connect to my authentic side, it feels fun. Like it feels joyful and and easeful. So a part of my brain is like, well, you have to do, do, do to get all of those things. But when you think about it, I can have all those things now. I can have a feeling of safety and security. It's a feeling. I create the feelings. I make myself feel however I want to make myself feel, right? Like outside circumstances have nothing to do with it. If I want to feel safe, I get to choose safety. So I can choose safety. I can choose calm. I can choose joy. I can choose inspiration, creativity, ease. I get to choose those feelings. So I don't have to do all the do's, right? Like I don't have to do all that to feel those things, which are my ultimate goal, right? I want to like kick back by a pool and just feel like I don't have any worries, right? I want to feel like I'm full of life and abundance and gratitude and love and be surrounded by friends and family and I want to be in that space. So I don't have to do all the things to get to that space. But there are other things that I want, right? I want to know what it's like to be inside of a very successful business. I want to elevate because I just want to know if I can, right? I've been running a business for three years. I feel really successful. I feel like I've changed a lot of lives. But can I like take it a step further? I'd like to see if I can, not to prove anything, not to show people that I can. I just want to see if I can level up to the next level of the video game because it seems fun. Like, I just want to see if I can and there's no pressure. If I can't do it, I'm fine. And guess what? I get to choose to feel safe. I get to choose to feel secure. So. If I want calm and if I want joy and if I want inspiration, I'm allowed to slow down. I am not running a race. I am not in a competition. I am not looking at myself compared to others. Do I watch other people in this industry? Do I feel in awe of other people who have these big successful businesses? Yes. Do I look at them as amazing inspiration and people to follow and emulate in some on some level yes am i in competition with them no 100% not am i in competition with myself yeah kind of <laughs> like i want to see if i can get better i want to see if i can get stronger i want to see if i can get clearer i want to see if i can have more fun yes 100% but i don't want to do it at the expense of Pain, right? I don't want to cause myself pain. I don't want to cause other people pain. I want to do it in an intentional way. I want to slow down. I want to take my time. So I'm 48. I just turned 48, which means that I have this big goal by the time I hit 50 
And did people have big goals when they were when they hit 40? Did people have big goals when they hit 30? Yes. I have a big goal for when I hit 50. <laughs> and if I think about my business from 50 on, I would love to have a business from 50 to 60. I mean, I would love to have a business from 50 to 80, right? I f- I'm finally in a career where I feel like my age and my wisdom will benefit my job rather than being in advertising and marketing where I felt like I was aged out 20 years ago. Um, I don't want to run a race I can't win. I want to be in it for the long haul. I want to jog, right? I want to walk sometimes. I want to take my time, but I want to get there. I want to get to that sort of perceived finish line. But I, I, like in my mind, I've got 10 years and that might even be rushed, right? Like, but when I think about the goals that I have and I think about stretching them over 10 years, it's so much more fun than thinking about, oh my God, next year, next year's the year. Next year's my growth year. Next year needs to be X, Y, Z, this and that. I need to hit these goals or else what? Or else I'm a failure, Right. Or I can say, over the next 10 years, I want to have a business, period. (laughs) I just don't want to be an employee. I want to have a business for for at least the next 10 years. And then all those feeling states that I talked about, those are all the things I want, right? I want all those things for my business. And then it's like, okay, well, what are the actions I have to take? Slothy. I want to be kind of slothy. I want to just take each step intentionally. I want to slow down. I want to do everything. Like I kind of think about Tai Chi. If you watch people like in the park doing Tai Chi, Tai Chi is really Kung Fu. So if you watch a Kung Fu movie and then you watch people doing Tai Chi, the movements are the same. But Tai Chi is like the slothy version of Kung Fu. I think I'm not pronouncing it right, but. But if you think about Tai Chi, what it does is it allows you to actually really focus on the movement, not the what happens at the end of the movement, not the like, I need to defend myself or deflect or be aggressive or whatever that the outcome of the move is. It's more about, if you're watching the video, <laughs> you can see me trying to do my version of Tai Chi. Um, but it's more about being really intentional with every part of the movement until it gets to the final end point. And then you move to, then you go to the next movement, right? So if you slow down and you're really intentional about every movement and your form and your posture and your breathing and your clarity and your clearing of your mind and your centeredness and your groundedness, right? Like how much more enjoyable is that than just going as fast as you can and not being super intentional, maybe having really bad form and maybe having bad posture and maybe pulling in muscle, right? If ultimately what you want to do is learn the moves, you want to learn them slowly. You want to build the foundation And then your body starts to memorize those moves and it just gets smoother and you're more in flow, right? So you want to kind of have this Tai Chi slothy approach unless you feel 
ready to to run, right? So sometimes we want to run and sometimes we want to walk. And I encourage you to just pay attention when your body wants to walk because we force ourselves to run sometimes when it's not what we need. And it's not what our body necessarily needs either. We just keep telling ourselves, well, that's the fastest way to get where I want to go. That's running is going to get me in shape faster than walking. It depends. And not everybody's body is the same, right? Not everybody's body needs the same things. So start to think about and look at what it is that you need and then start to shift that mindset away from slothy, slow, relaxed pace equals bad. What if slothy, slow, relaxed pace equaled foundational, right? Strength, focus, intention. Start to think about that and see where it might apply, especially as we start to ramp up into the big, like, set your goals and set your intentions and set your, what are they called? The, I don't do it anymore, but what is it called at the New Year's? Resolutions. Like clearly don't have an attachment to resolutions. This is the long game. If you're ready to run a marathon, if you're ready to play the long game, you can't come out sprinting. You just won't make it. So slow it down. Do a little Tai Chi. Maybe even try Tai Chi. Maybe it will help you get into the slothy space. Go watch that movie about the animals. What's it called? Zootopia. (laughs) Go watch The Sloth. Love that character. Um, Slow it down. See how it feels. Don't be afraid of that. And it's okay to get fast too and to run, but slow it down and see how it feels and see what kind of shift you have in your business as a result of slowing down. Track it. All right, I'm going to leave it at that. I'll talk to you next week. Are you ready to start planning for 2024? Let me help you. Let's get intentional about planning for next year. Here's how it works. Sign up in the show notes. And once you sign up, I'm going to send you a questionnaire to dig out your big ideas for 2024. Based on your answers, I'm going to email you my intuitive hit about what could be coming to you in 2024. What potential do I see for you coming up? Then I'm going to send you an audio file of a customized guided visualization specifically designed for you so that you can get grounded and you can start to see into what the future holds for you. And then we'll set up an hour and a half strategy session to work on the tactics to meet your 2024 goals. So I'm going to be running these strategy sessions through December 23rd. So hold your spot now. Time is not going to be available for long. So make sure that you hold your spot now. Sign up in the show notes. You've been listening to Business for Humans. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode And please leave a review so that other business owners can find the show. Learn more at practica.consulting.com.